so much for joining us for another week of sluts and scholars we hope you enjoy the episode remember that you can follow us and see all of our upcoming news and episodes on instagram at sluts and scholars on twitter at slut scholars and please email us with your questions and wonderings at sluts and scholars at gmail.com welcome back to another week of sluts and scholars where we talk smart and fuck smarter I'm Simone. And I'm Nicoletta. And this week we have some good friends of mine from the podcast Sex Talks with My Mom. It's a podcast that offers sex, dating, and relationship advice while exploring the dynamic between a sexually liberated cougar mom and her stand-up comic son. Karen Lee Potter is a 50-plus-year-old woman and self-proclaimed cougar. She hosts a popular YouTube channel, The Karen Lee Potter Show and Blog, and is an expert in the large age-gap relationships and author of A Cougar's Guide to Getting Your Ass Back Out There. Relative to Karen Lee, her son Cam is a sex novice. Oh, God. Who wrote this? <laughs> I think you wrote this. Is this like from <laughs> your website? This was two and a half years ago. This is outdated. No longer. He's, he's still he's novice. A, he's now a sex intermediate. Sex, yes, thank you. Sorry, Cam, her son Cam is a <clears throat> sex intermediate. Perfect. And he's a stand-up comedian who examines sex and dating from the perspective of a guy in his 20s. Are you still in your 20s? Yep. He also <laughs> went to Stanford with me, Nicoletta, where he studied public policy, which is... Surprisingly, it doesn't really come in handy when talking about sex with his mother. Still accurate. Um, really? What about if you're talking about like STD policy? I don't. Huh. We, we don't usually talk about that, but when we do, I guess that'll be pertinent. <laughs> talk about STIs. And anyway. lastly, Cam oh. and I almost dated, but it never quite happened. Why is that? Oh, <laughs> the first question out the gate. I love it. We, I think we talked about. I was like not in a good place when we went. I know. On I, just thought it would be, I thought it would be funny to include. It's not you. It's me. When was this? <laughs> it was, it when was, was this supposed to transpire? This is like a, two years ago or something. Right? Yeah. So I was a guest on the Karen Lee Potter show and also on Sex Talks with my mom, and so we had already known each other a bit from Stanford and had some mutual friends, and then uh, Karen was like, "Oh yeah, trying to match make and make, try to make it happen," and. It, Failed, but was there, but <laughs> I do. I'm still in date. love with Nicoletta. Oh wait, you did go on a date. We went on a date, but we hung out as friends too. Yeah. What was the date? We just got drinks at uh, some bar in West Hollywood. Yeah. Was there sex stuff? No. no. Did he bring a Groupon? No, oh, not that God. I saw. Every time, um, Groupons are great. Thank you. Oh man, we Maybe, might have another match yeah, made exactly. in heaven. God damn it! Here we go. I'm always a group. I'm a heavy group honor. I'm supportive of that. It happened one time. Okay, you just don't bring a group on a, a first date. No, it was not a first date. I knew this girl for a while. I wasn't sure if we were dating or not. It was. It was kind of like a, and it was a four course meal. I, I mean, that's why a great group on. Great group on. Huh. Oh, why didn't you tell me what happened after? Stop being so judgy, Karen Lee. <laughs> We're millennials. Thank you. We don't have money. Okay, I understand that. It just doesn't need to be a Groupon, okay? Do you know, do you know Yip It? It's an aggregator of Groupon sites. It's oh. pretty great. Oh, I've not heard of that. <laughs> this could be this a match could be made. A match. Anyway, speaking of matches made yoga. in heaven or in the womb, how did you start a podcast together? <laughs> it was actually in the womb. How did you guess? So you 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 knew it was going to happen. She was talking to him in her belly and was like, "We are going to make a sex podcast." Yes. And then she put the microphone right to her uterus, and she was waiting for me to respond through pounds. I'll stop now. Okay. okay. So how did this happen, Mom? Uh, why don't you start the whole conversation going? We've always had a very open conversation about sex. Uh, she, 
you you were like the cool mom growing up. She she all my friends would like come over to get sex advice from her instead yeah. of hanging out with me and and laugh <laughs> and laugh. It's just it was all about laughter because they would come back from college and just tell the funniest stories. And I would of course give some like of what his friends like one of them was telling us his virginity story, which was always the most fun story ever. And losing the virginity story. And he said he had an opportunity to have sex with two girls in his fraternity at the, at same, the same time. At the same time. And he turned it down. And I went, I just went ballistic on him. I'm like, what? This guy, this guy. I could imagine if you had never had sex before, your first time being with two people would be a little overwhelming. Very overwhelming. But how awesome of a story would that be? <laughs> so that's how I'm it glad started. you were there to provide the comic relief. Yeah. Exactly. So, anyways, what, what ended up happening was that when I was 17, uh, my dad passed away very tragically. Suddenly, he was oh. murdered. And he, oh my God, the eyes of this girl! <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. It, yeah, it was it never was an intense. easy way to throw that out. There. I just feel bad because I didn't know if this was a setup for a joke. No, no, and that's this is why not I a felt joke. really this bad. I'm so okay. sorry. No, okay. no, 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 no. So that yeah, that but happened. it turns out we did turn a tragedy into a comedy. So and this the is dark the, this is the comedy. Yeah, basically, this is the comedy. we grew very close together as a result. My mom and I, and the other two kids as well. We oh, there are other kids. There yes. are other kids. Oh he, no, he's, he's the middle child. <laughs> yeah, and you have the best. Con- I like this. Continue. I'll talk. <laughs> I'll talk after. He's Proceed. adorable. Proceed. I might have to have a date Cam, after this. Oh my god. <laughs> a what? You might have to be on a date with Cam. <laughs> I, that's what I told. Okay, I want you to continue this sto- heartfelt and inspiring story and. That's what I said when you were coming here because I was like, mm, you both like yoga. Oh, yeah. You're both oh, like yeah. actor, comedian oh, well, how about We have so much in common, Cam. You both Incredible. like pizza. I don't know. I'm making that up. Who knows? <laughs> I Sometimes. really don't like pizza. Okay. <laughs> you both don't like pizza. Are you a vegetarian? No, fuck no. No, and he, neither, neither is he. Okay, anyway, okay. get back Wait, to I your- am a vegetarian. Okay, sometimes you're not, though. Uh, she pushes me to eat meat. Anyway. No, I don't. I approve yes, of you that do. too. Not meat. You want me to share food with you and it always is meat she wants to eat pussy. Meat? Mean she wants you to eat I don't meat. eat meat. <laughs> okay, get back to the inspiring <laughs> story okay, which Simone <laughs> rudely interrupted. <laughs> Simone, I love this. Okay. Okay, so basically, dad passed away. She started her own, she started dating eventually and created, you want to, you could, why don't you All right, share. so that's when I come into the picture. Okay, so what happened is dad, his dad passed away. I How was, did you know when you were ready to start dating? Because uh, it was like a week later. No, I'm just kidding. Um, you know what? It's just, Great joke, man. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's weird because you don't really know. And then I, I wasn't really looking to date per se. I was more looking for companionship. Fuck. And, you know, there is like a syndrome. Like after someone dies, like during the 9-11, all these women got really horny because they want to feel alive again. So I did, you know, I wanted a little sex again. Anyway, so I wasn't looking for like like guys like to have a relationship with and eventually like end up, you know, married. I was just looking to have fun. And so I, I don't know when it was, like probably six months later or whatever, I started going out with different people. Always these younger guys were coming up to me, which is like very weird for- Bullshit, you're hot as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Simone is a keeper here. Okay. All right. I think you anyway. should go on a date with Simone. I may, I may go on a date with Simone. Date. Yeah, that sounds like a good time. Okay. <laughs> anyway, long story short- Ended up finding that there was nothing on the internet for older women who are single. They're like, they're all young girls or guys telling, you know, dating advice and the rules and all that kind of stuff, but there really wasn't anything for my age group. So I'm like, why don't I start this YouTube channel? And uh, because I had a lot, first of all, I have a master's in social work. Secondly, I I was, you know, involved in a prior life doing a lot of video editing, things like that. So I ended up starting a YouTube channel, uh, which was called Love Encore. Love Encore was basically for, I thought, for women my age to, you know, talk about what it's like reinventing yourself after a death or divorce. 
No one wanted to see that. All they wanted, all it was was young, horny guys wanting to know about cougars. Okay. <laughs> I mean, that sucks because it is such, I feel like, an important niche that you were talking about, but this is the internet. Yeah. yeah. Um, so- did you identify it as a cougar or did they place the label on you and you were like, well, oh, I the found that the topics were mostly, the topics like reinventing yourself after divorce got about 200 views. The topics about cougars talking about penis size got like two million views. So, and so that was get the views. very Fucking surprising YouTube. for me to see when I was in college. <laughs> it was surprising. Oh, did you know she was doing this YouTube channel? And did I you kind of like, oh, channel. mom's doing a YouTube channel? Like, haha. Yeah, and I cute. thought it was like a good cause. Like, oh, she's gonna help other women date again. And then I'm seeing videos about like oral sex tips <laughs> that she's giving yeah. the tips. Yes. Yeah. What's yeah. the yeah. best sex tip stars? you learned from your mom? <laughs> oh my <laughs> god! There's so many. She yeah. is all about communication, which I agree is communication the, is the best form of lubrication. Bingo! I did not make that up. The Bureau of Erotic Discourse at Burning this. Man did. <laughs> this, this girl is so adorable. Okay, both of you are adorable. I'm not. I'm, I'm, I know. I, I have already, my t- we had our dance song. <laughs> I know. <laughs> With our group on, and it, it yeah. has passed. Okay, yeah, I, I don't want to shortchange Nicoletta, but I, I mean, I, I just, you know, this, this is just uh, awesome. Both of you girls are great. Okay, get oh that's why God, I came into mom. the picture to guide you to Simone. Mm, yeah, okay, anyway, back to back to topic. <laughs> I, I'm lost. So basically, <laughs> she, she her channel grew lewd very quickly. I started talking about this. I was doing stand up, so I started talking about my stand up, and it was very. It was like. The you started talking that, about your mother's YouTube channel and your stand-up. Well, yeah. And the book I Because we all wrote. talk about the things that traumatize us in our comedy. Correct. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly why. And, and I wrote this book called The Cougar's Guide to Getting Your Ass Back Out There, where I redefined cougar to be a confident, older, unique, genuine, assertive, and racy woman. Yeah. I love a yeah. good acronym. It, oh, well, there it is. So good. So good. So, because I couldn't figure out, think of another name for a woman with those attributes. You know, it's a single, mature lady. That, Milf. You know, it sounds like Milf is not really the... What no, because what if you're not a mom? takes the agency away from you. It's all about the pers- the, the other person perceiving you exactly. and it's objectifying, whereas cougar is you're identifying as that yourself. Exactly. And cougar is like a predator. But not, because that always, that's also a little myth, because mm-hmm. it's mostly like the guy's walking up to me versus the other way around. So that being said, he would take my book, a Cougar's Guide to Getting Your Ass Back Out There, and read it. And pull people Sometimes out of the I would audience. try to sell it. He did. He I bought it at once. <laughs> did you really? Yeah, at the Genghis Cohen. Oh my God. Thank you. Of so course. Mom, this is a, a donor to you. I am very happy about that. Okay, well, anyway. Patron. Patron. Uh, patron yes. of the arts, Nicoletta. Uh, yes, you are. <laughs> so uh, then I'm going to let Cam take over from here. Yeah. Uh, basically, I was talking about my stand-up, and people would be like, is that real? And I'm like, <laughs> why would I make that up? <laughs> <laughs> I so, made this fake book. Yeah. So I was like, I have to collaborate with her. And then we ended up starting this podcast and it's been Sex growing talk ever since. with my mom. Yeah. That's so exciting. Yeah. What's your like most traumatic thing that you've discovered from the podcast about your mother? Oh. Or most exciting And it doesn't thing? have to be traumatic. And I use traumatic in kind of the... Uh, in kind of the fucked up sense where like we get uncomfortable with the ideas of our parents being sexual beings and like I don't think that we should. But I'm just curious. Like what do you, you're like, oh, okay, the I'm limits, in this seat. Yeah. Uh. I, th- I think the limit was when we were we were on another podcast and the host asked her if she squirts. Oh, man whore? Yeah. Do you? <laughs> and, and she, luckily, she did not answer that question. In the- but do you? <laughs> This is the this limit. Is, this he could, this is the limit. I, I have limits Plug too. Plug your ear. And I, I <laughs> mean, my literally, headphones are. I can hear loud and clear. I do live streams Monday, Wednesday, and Friday on Twitch, and I do it on um, YouTube and Instagram. 
I will not answer certain questions because it really is like there's certain things I just don't want to Because you don't want public. your son to know or just in general? No, no. My kids, unfortunately, are scarred for life. No, I just <laughs> I, I just don't want the world to know certain things. I just keep certain things to myself. It's important to have yeah. some boundaries. I have a little, I have a boundary. They're, I'm they're, very grateful for that They're boundary. not that high, but they're boundaries nonetheless. So that was the one you found. That, that was definitely a limit, yeah. What about you? Oh. Karen Lee. Oh, sorry. Oh, he Go found ahead. another one. Which one? Well, there, we recently got an email from a fan who asked us both. They, he was like fantasizing about doing couples play with us. Oh my god! Like, that is fucked up. A little, little mother son. Yeah. And, 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 oh. and it was. It, it, just tell him about that. That was so bizarre. The, each email that he would send had like oh, multiple. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, oh, yeah. They had pictures of his wife naked. Like hair. He was a fifty-year-old woman. Yeah. So, starting with nipples, going. <laughs> To more exposed full body, yeah. full body, then actual act of sex, and we were both like, ah, because I, I mean, do you, I don't know about you guys. I'm sure you probably we get do. Some but very do you, interesting emails. You get dick pics. I get dick pics. We don't. And, oh we haven't gotten God. enough yet. Oh, I think we're too feminist. I can definitely send them over your way because I just <laughs> I literally got one. I think this morning or yesterday. Every time I get them, I'm, you can hear me from the other one screaming. Hey, why? Oh my oh, god! I don't want to see Why that. Why don't we get dick pics, <laughs> <laughs> listeners? No, get don't. It We're so fine without your. It's dick so pics. it's so like jarring when it's like you open your eyes like to look at your email in the morning like what? Yeah, you don't need that. Top of the morning. No. Okay, it, so tell literally. us a little more about what it what a cougar really means. I know you've like have a self defined acronym, but like what what is that? It's what I think you guys already have achieved. I mean, I don't think it's necessarily an age thing as much as it's a confidence thing and it's being independent and not playing games. And I think that young girls just don't know not to do that kind of stuff in general. And, uh, to not play games? To not play games, to be self-sufficient, mm-hmm. to, to be independent, to be real, to, you know, racy is okay. It's okay to be fun How do you define sexy. racy? Slutty. No, no, I'm just kidding. Um, just Slutty slutty's is okay. the name of our podcast. We're okay with that word. You know, racy meaning like not afraid to talk about sex, not afraid to dress provocatively when you not want to. Not afraid to have sex. Not afraid, not afraid to, to have when you're sex. having sex to say what you want. Yes. That's you're so You're a little important. cougarette, aren't you? I'm a little cougarette. <laughs> I've been training for a while now. What is the age bracket? Because I did have an age ex-boyfriend. Bracket? Well, I did have an ex-boyfriend who went to a cub convention. Oh. I don't know if you're familiar with the cub convention scene. Yeah, I've never yeah. been. Yeah. Okay, but so probably he, led by some of my friends. Pro- okay, uh, so he went to a cub convention at like tell, some talk shitty about Radisson convention. up in Redwood City. Oh my Shout God. out to you, guy. You know who you are. And so um, he ended up being on the news. God. <laughs> but anyway, um, there was different age brackets for like this. You know, this is what a cub means. This is a cougar. This is a puma. This yeah. is a jaguar. I don't, this I don't is a like. Kitten. I don't like any of the labels. I really don't. I don't even believe in it. I don't even believe that cougars are necessarily a real wi- thing. It's more about reclaiming the name. Uh, yeah, I kind of. I couldn't really think of a better name for it. But the truth of the matter is, is that I am. I've been in a ten-year relationship with uh, someone who is quite a quite a few years younger than me, and it works. How much younger? Uh, Fifteen years. That's not that much. Not that much. What do you feel like? I mean, is there an amount that's too much? You know what? Look at like Billy Joel. I mean, I don't know, and or even George Clooney. I mean, we're talking thirty years and the other way around. Nobody really talks about men in the age gap. It's always about these, women. you know, women. But you know, look at it. it works for the premier of France. So it does. It does work for him. He Emmanuel Macron is married to his former teacher from high school, who was like twenty five yeah, years, years older. Difference. But so, do you have? So you think that people make too much of a hoopla about age gaps, especially when it relates to older women and younger men? Yeah. 
I think it's all about the connection. I think it's just, you know, I have a young spirit. You I like to do young things. I like hanging out with you, your age group more than my age group sometimes, most of the time. Um, I just like to do things. I go to younger concerts. I'm like the oldest one there. I'm with younger com- comedy shows. I'm the youngest one, eldest one there. Did I say youngest? Whatever. Anyway. But I also think that's part of the like cultural issue, right? Because it's saying that like fun things and sexy things are for young people. Yeah. And why does that have to be for young people? People my age are like, oh, you're talking about sex. I'm so embarrassed. I'm like, come what? on. What? You've had way more of it. <laughs> you, don't- <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> Doesn't that make sense? I mean, not, not, I mean, probably not more than I've had. But- <laughs> oh, Sound by the the looks of things, I doubt it. Yeah. <laughs> What's no. changed with your sexuality as you've gotten older? That's really interesting. Well, first of all, I was married at twenty three. Oh, I was with my husband. Was your husband your first old. sexual partner? No, God, no. no. I would kill myself first. No, you'd never want to do that. That's a bad idea. Really, you do not want to ever Same marry your person you lost your virginity to. That's the worst advice ever. No, I was uh, I was like nineteen. You know, I was like a young pitcher when I became exclusive with my husband. So you know, I didn't have that many lovers, but I did have a lot. I mean, not a lot. Whatever. A lot I had is. a few. I've had a few. How many? More than one. See your number. It, under I, I don't know. Over Can't, five. Under ten. Over 500. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's move on. More Another barrier boundary that I was okay. getting a look from Noted. my son. Okay. I don't, you can Stop say if you want. Stop looking at her, yeah, just a look, ma'am. It this was basically eyes. not a lot. It really wasn't. But, you know, then it, I did the, like, everything else but type of thing in college. You know, that's why I'm saying girls are silly in college. They're so immature. I did so many immature, stupid things. But the bottom line is I was with my husband from, like, age 21 to... Uh, I don't know, what, 48, 47, whenever he passed away. Wow. So the long time. And during that time, you only had sex with him? Just him. And I mean, it was great sex, don't get me wrong. Uh, And luckily, you know, he had a good partner. Very, very good communicator. (laughs) Did you ever hear them growing up? No, I never oh, did. We always ask. Really? We always ask. That's our, usually the last question on our podcast. Have you like, walked have you in walked on in? someone? Yeah, I yeah. have not walked in, but I have heard my parents fucking. Oh, really? really? Mm-hmm. I feel like I would be happy and supportive. Yep. The next I morning, I was like, how's your night? The first time was in sixth grade. It was the oh night before my, my birthday party. And I had... <laughs> this, so it was like anniversary, and celebrating had, your birth. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> But I had I had like really bad diarrhea, so I kept going to the bathroom at like <laughs> three in the morning, and I heard them oh, fucking. Geez. Oh my and god! What did you think? I remember just being like, and I remember like not wanting to listen, but like having to listen. Oh. You know, like I was like lying in my bed, and I like heard it, and I heard it, and I heard it, and I like couldn't fall back asleep because I could obviously. The way I think of it though is like I'd like to be having happy sex with a partner at whatever age, and so I'm like, yeah, that gives me some hope. I would agree with hope. that, but then again, I was 11, so like it's hard to have that much. Right. Like, when, that you're, when you're that young, it's not, no? usually it's not something you want to be hearing. Well, I was just. Because you're not even sure if they're, like, hurting each other. You don't know what the hell's going on. <laughs> I think I knew. But what I, but the reason you, the question you asked, I think is an interesting one. I've never been asked that before, is, you know, when you're single again after being with one person for so long, yeah. it, that's kind of like a big chapter in my book. It's like, wow, you are, you know, really learning about yourself the second time around with different partners that, you know, and things have changed so much because of pornography and the partners I was with were... Younger, so they were watching a lot of porn, so they were, you know, requesting weird shit. Like what? Oh, my God. Not that I ever, like, did any of this, but I mean— Like what caught you off guard? You're like, this is the sexual dating field? Oh, I'd love to give you a 
a facial, I'm thinking, oh, that's so nice. You're going to give me a Take facial. Take me to the spa. <laughs> Take me to the spa. Little, little did I know what that was. Like, you that know? would be a text that you would receive? Or they would say Oh, that? text. I, I would, no, I guys that you... I was actually seeing were saying stuff like that. I mean, like, literally there were so many things that I was like, what, what, what? So, I mean, it, it, it definitely, sex has definitely changed. And also, there was no internet dating. Well, there was no texting. I mean, I didn't get, I mean, literally, I would, like, the first time I went out, let me have your number. So I give my number out and I didn't expect at two in the morning to get a text like, what are you wearing? You know, that kind of stuff. And I'm like, what the hell is this? Or a dick pic. I did not expect a dick pic. Literally, I get, to, I get the guy a number in Vegas, the pool boy, so he can get me into a bar. And the next thing I know, I get a dick pic. I'm like, what the fuck is this? I was talking about a different kind of hose, pool boy. Yeah, I do not need to see this. That's Cam, what do you so think funny. about your mom getting dick pics? I have to see these. Yeah. They, come, they <laughs> oh, slide into to. our mutual DM. Yeah. Oh, uh, so they're sending it to both and of you. And his yeah. younger brother. So it like, might not be a dick pic for Karen. It might be a dick pic for you. I always assume it's for me. Yeah. And we fight about who it's for. <laughs> do you have a Say sorry. Who are you sending this to? Well, oh god! Actually, that's one funny. time we just we did just get a text from someone that was like, "Hey, send us send us a hot pic," and I sent a pic of like an ingrown hair that I had in my upper thigh <laughs> back to. It was so revolting too. It was such a horrible picture. Why he had that picture is another story. I but, was very nervous about the ingrown hair. But anyway, he, he sent that to this guy, and the guy said, "What? Ha ha! Perfect." Yeah. But anyway, oh, that's how are you on apps, Karenly? Apps for what? Like dating apps or sex apps? No, I've been with the same guy for... We're in a monogamous, believe it or not, we're in a monogamous relationship. Oh, you're in a relationship. You're in a monogamous relationship. Ten years. Ten years? Ten years. Oh, my goodness. So you you were not uh, cougaring, dare I say, in the app no, time era. I, I wasn't even doing that. Yeah. Oh, you could have gotten so many more dick pics. I, yeah. t- Tinder wasn't even around then. Right, that's what I'm thinking. I but I feel like in that area, I, I mean, it's just like ridiculous how many guys like on my YouTube channel and on my Instagram or whatever are hitting on me at like an hourly basis. It's just like my friends are like, oh, I'm so excited some guy hit on me. I'm like, why? I get it nonstop and it's annoying more than anything else. <laughs> I feel you. Cam, have yeah. you met partners from I the have. podcast? Oh gosh, oh, he's had stalkers. <laughs> he had little little women stalkers sometimes. Well, because you're little funny and you got stalkers. that like charismatic thing going. So have you like I oh, know I you have admirers, but like can't have you gotten admirers? Yeah, I think yeah we have. You've gotten. Why are you saying we? You? I can't think of any right now. He can't oh, separate yeah, himself from you. It's, a, were, it's like an edible thing. If you're in New York, yeah. Oh yeah 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 yeah. yeah. I heard that. What? <laughs> Uh, oh wait, can I add one thing that yeah, we I'm passed not done over talking a while? About the mom. Yeah, I know. I just want to. I want to include Cam because he's just over here making you know somewhat uncomfortable faces. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Wait, or he's practicing his miming. Thank you. I am. A, I'm a trained mime. Okay. No fucking way. I am. And clown. <laughs> Professional. <laughs> no, really. <laughs> She's telling you right now. I believe you, but what you can't hear is the look she gave me was the same look where she would you. Can you someone believe goes, that? He's a lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. You're right. And a doctor I and a clown. That is and how proud she is of my clown. He has like 35 Stanford Bitcoin. <laughs> I sent him to Stanford. Everybody else, my friends are like, oh, aren't you disappointed? Your, you took your son to was it Stanford. He was a consultant. All Wait, your like, friends no. say that? No, I'm just kidding. But if they did, no, she's I not. No, you know, like the when you first decided to go oh, into- Oh, is he an engineer? Yeah, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, but but you were trying to say something. I was. Uh, I, I think that we were talking about like, oh, is, you can date anyone at any age; doesn't really matter. It, it's. A, I think it's a little more complicated than that. Okay. Just being in our experience, because when we there were, we took 
one family vacation where one of the family friend's sons, friends, oh. basically someone a few years older than me was hitting relentlessly on you. And this is right when after I was dad died. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he was. And that yeah. was and and you were kind of like, oh my God, I'm getting this attention. But for me, that was a really fucked up yeah. experience. Yeah, so, I because, feel bad about that. Yeah. What was it oh. like for you? Because I was like, what the fuck? I just lost my father and this fucking punk who's my age is, is hitting on my mom. That's he's fucked like, up. I can buy you a gin and tonic. I'm like, okay. <laughs> it, it was well, really fucked up. a smooth up. guy. Plus, he's so smooth. So smooth. Plus, it, even was, if it was, it was like years after my dad passed away, it still would be fucked up if you were dating someone my age. It's awful. But so how much yeah. older is your current partner than then, you? He's 15 years older than me. Yeah. So I think, oh, I mean, okay. this That's is not like, that bad. Yeah, it's, it's, it's still it's, like a little strange. Like we're all kind of a different yeah. generation. So That's it is. Fine. One of my dear friends is in a relationship with a much older man and she's only like five years older than his daughter. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And they've been see, together and, for a really long time. And people don't blink an eye when And then when way. I first moved to LA, I dated a guy who was 20 years older than me. Oh, good. But he's a shitbag who voted for Trump, but he did give me a Bitcoin, so fuck him. Oh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> Just needed to get that out there. Damn. <laughs> you know what? Hope I it's always a silver lining. Yeah, that's worth a Bitcoin. <laughs> yeah. So has your opinion changed, though, since you've maybe gone further through the grieving process? No, I still think it would be fucked up if one of my friends or someone my age would would date my mom. Why? It, what do you mean, why? Yeah, why? That's exactly what I mean. Because there, I think... It, I, oh, like, I, I mean, I think you can... It depends what you want in a relationship. Like, if you want someone who's going to be able to hang with the family and be part of, like your core unit, it's not going to work as well if you're dating someone who's your son's age. Why? Because it, it, they fill a different role. Like, they're, you, you shouldn't be dating, I don't know. It I'm not feels trying to be, I'm not try, it feels strange, right? But doesn't it maybe feel strange just because we have these like social paradigms of someone who is maybe your mother's age, like can't kick it in the same way. I, no, and I, is that because we view women as they're supposed to be the like mother figure caretaker? Right. And obviously, it's, and obviously it's okay you for view the guys. your mother like that because she yeah. is your mother. But like if it was someone who you didn't know, who you had never met, who just happens to be your age, it would still be problematic in your eyes. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm sorry. And, and I think it would be- sorry, I, I'm thinking, yes, Simone, we you you Wait. are definitely causing like Cam to question things and I love it. <laughs> no, no, I'm not I, I'm really not I'm This is actually like why we brought you on in here this. for an intervention. Yeah, I have do a you, friend who's really interested in your mind. <laughs> do you think do you think it'd be weird if you dated someone my age? Um would it ever work? I don't think it could work. I just think why? That, I do think that there is a certain age gap that it gets to the point where it just so I don't know it, it's a different it, it would it, be more about the the size of the age gap rather than oh this is the age of my son yeah oh yeah I wasn't even thinking of that I'm just thinking I don't think I could be with someone who's that many years it's just a, a generational thing it just seems like I couldn't be with someone that young it just you know and I was and that's like one of the most common questions I get asked in my live streams what's the youngest guy you've ever had sex with or whatever and it's like when I was 40 something it was different than when I'm 50 something you know mm-hmm. it just there's just certain that what's the largest age gap you've ever had and everyone should answer this question it's not just for you yeah let's okay. have everybody in I, honestly um so that's fair I'm ready well one of the guys lied to me but I think I was like 47 and he was like he lied said he was 27 but I think he was 26 so somewhere in that okay in 20. the 20s but again this was not a date this I was like you have to define dating, right? Is dating? I didn't say date. I said fucked. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I guess that, that which was could also be, the be a date, which could be a date. 
But now I don't think I could do it. I don't think if I was single. We don't reduce sex to penis and vagina here on Sluts and Scholars. Oh, well, then uh, that changes everything. (laughs) (laughs) There's 18 count notes. No, that's about it for me. Moving on. How about you? I've hooked up with someone maybe six years younger. And what about in the other direction? A few years older. Interesting. All right, so keeping it together. Okay, so when I was younger, I really... Loved older guys. Same. So I would lie. Why? I would Daddy lie about issues. my age. Maybe <laughs> I would lie about my age. I think I was eighteen from like fourteen to eighteen. I was actually quote unquote eighteen. <gasps> so and how old were they? There were there were a couple that were in some rock bands, like prior rock bands. I will not name specifically because I don't want to. Oh get my god, Nick, you're trouble. so cool. But um, oh, I was oh, probably yeah. about. It's very cool. I actually, I, I didn't have sex. Penetrative sex until after seventeen. So the other stuff that was going on was like hand things and other things. Hand but stuff counts. Seventeen. The oldest was like fifty something. Whee! Yeah, I too have and done sex stuff with someone older than my dad. Yeah. Yep. Oh wow. Was this a rebellion for either of you two girls? No, I, I no, personally I was felt attracted. Ma- yeah, I felt mature really? and I felt like these were people I could connect with and have actual conversations with and like had their shit yeah. together and were interesting. Yeah. I and felt- I was attracted. I had, I liked the uh, peppery silver fox look too. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I never would be with someone older than me. Never. And my husband was a year older, but it's, I'm saying I, I could never imagine myself with someone like my father's age or anything like that. I well, just couldn't do it. I think now, Especially this was when I was much younger. This was when I was like early 20s. Um, and it, it's, it's, I don't think I would do it now because it was more of like a fantasy that I wanted to that I wanted to live out, and I was like, yeah, and I then I did it, and I was like, oh, okay, cool. But I definitely don't find older men like more attractive than younger men or older people more attractive than younger people necessarily. It's not, it's not like a thing. Yeah, it was just like who some they people were. are hot and some people are older. I don't know. I want to know who this rock star. <laughs> we oh. can talk afterwards. <laughs> I, I did kiss Roger Daltrey from The Who on the lips. Ooh, yes. Oh, my God. I have a friend who works with him now if you want to get back in touch. I'm just kidding. No, I just got to leave that for when it was. <laughs> it was just a kiss <laughs> on the lips. It. it was a kiss on the lips. I was like, I'm never washing these lips again. Wait, how did that happen? I was backstage. I don't know how someone yeah, got us backstage. Were. And it was just like, oh, my God. Was I really backstage with The Who? And then, like, he comes out and I was looking like, just heart throbbing, and he gave me a kiss on the lips. I almost fainted. <laughs> I was like, wow, heart throbbing. But see, yeah. that is the stigma, right? Like, if someone who's younger is attracted to an older person, the immediate thought is like, oh, daddy issues. I did. I, did. Yeah. I no, no, not about Roger Daltrey and me. But I'm saying when when you guys both right, said yeah. that, I thought to myself. I wonder if there's something with the right. daddy thing because I don't know. You could ask my therapist, probably. And <laughs> I don't think so. I have like a very healthy relationship with my father. Yeah, but also I think does it take away the agency from young women that, who do feel confident with their sexuality? Like, where is the line, and yeah. how random is the like age of consent? Yeah, or the age of appropriateness. Age of appropriateness. And yeah. why is it okay? Okay, then for these young guys who are so comfortable with these older women, when it's like the verse is like creepy old man, you right? Know? Mm-hmm. You know that that is a thing too, which is yeah. you know it's like a very, a very weird stigma. <laughs> but talking about like dating, dating your age, which is what a lot of us are doing now. Also, dating your age, dating like someone in the same. Oh, yeah. sorry, I'm not familiar with the concept. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so what is it like dating? Because I know what it's like dating as a 20-something female, but what is it like dating as a 20-something male given all the shit that's happening in our culture? Oh, I, I mean, it hasn't changed my experience with dating at all. 
But I know that some guys would probably be like, yeah, I feel like I can't approach women in the same way. Or like I'm scared of offending them if I say anything too, uh, you know, forward. Mm-hmm. So do you approach people? I, 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 How do you get dates except for when your mother forces them upon you? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's that, what Nicolette is asking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think most of my dates come from when I'm in, like, in an environment where I'll be hanging with other friends and friends of friends will introduce me to someone or, uh, you know, I'll, I'm thinking about the summer where I was at a radio club meetup. That was like a thing. Nerd. Very nerdy thing. Very nerdy. Yeah. Clowns. He meets other clowns. Other clowns. Clown, clown sex. Community. Tell me about clown sex. I've never actually had clown play. <laughs> Uh, which is a, a thing that I just learned about. I can't Wait, believe I'm so behind on tell this. Tell us about clown play. I think people use clowning to get in the zone of like, oh, we're we're bopping around. Yeah, we're bopping around. We have no inhibitions, and oh, we're fucking each other now. Wait, can you <laughs> clarify what clowning is? Because I was, I had a friend. Remember, I saw you at that random improv clown improv show. It yes. was like in yeah, this yeah, like yeah. strip mall. Yep. Okay, and so the I clubhouse. Yep. I was confused because I was like, oh, clowning. I'm thinking like, you know, red, red nose. nose, like juggling, whatever. And it was not that. Like, what is clowning? No, it's, just, I, it, it's basically, <laughs> it's, a, it's a type of very physical comedy where you play the idiot. So the joke is always on you. You're trying to access like the inner child in you. It's not like you you think of a joke ahead of time and you just deliver it to an audience and as in a stand-up show or something like that. Mm, okay. Yeah. So back to clown sex. So clown, you because it's about getting to a very vulnerable place for yourself. It could be used in a sexual setting to get to that vulnerable place. That and is then, so interesting in terms of how it parallels like submission, sex wise, like getting say, vulnerable. Say more. Well, I'm just thinking about it, right? Like if you are trying to access that vulnerable, like it seems like as humans we're trying to access really vulnerable spaces and then be intimate with people mm-hmm. because something is better about the intimacy when you are so open and vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And I think it's interesting that what. It seems it's accessible in a variety of ways. Yeah, it asks you to like get to a deeper part of yourself. Yeah, yeah, basically. Okay, so I'm into it. That was that's a new thing I just learned. To, I have not tried out yet. So yeah, I have seen your. This was probably when you were doing comedy stuff, but I have seen some of your dating profiles, and they like seem comical. <laughs> so I don't know. Are you? Do you do it's, dating apps so for real or just them. for fun? No, I I had a blog called the Tinder Lover where I played a. <laughs> Persona on Tinder. I, can you explain what it? Because it's so good. It was just me being. It was like my was nerdiest, really weirdest self. And I found so that would I was you getting actually a lot say of, that this was actually you being your true self, but you were unwilling to admit it? So you had the guise of this whole blog when in reality you were just trying to see if someone would love you for who you are. Perhaps. Maybe you should go into psychiatry. Yeah, <laughs> that's correct. That's wow. I didn't realize it. <laughs> Mind blown. No, he didn't proceed. realize that Tinder Lover was actually his first attempt at clowning. Yeah. Perhaps. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So wait. So what is tell, tell me who the Tinder Lover is? So he oh. he was. Yeah, I think he was a very like he was a clown of mine. Yeah, like he he was a very raw, like like unencumbered nerdy guy. Like give examples. Like what he like. Like or what he not like? Like, weren't you a Game of Thrones or, or Hobbit or I don't know, Harry Potter or somebody like that? Yeah, they were, I mean, he would just say, I don't know. He, his pickup lines were all like, uh, "My, I, I need, I forget it all." If you are, you blocked I, it out already. Wait, I would really? Have to, each conversation was different. I wouldn't use like the same line over and That's over and over good. again. But yeah, <laughs> it was very creative. Yeah. Okay, so what did you learn from the Tinder lover? 
those people, those conversations led to the most success I had on Tinder or any dating app. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, people were very interested in talking to me when I let that side out first. Because it was to- it was also like humorous too, in like a fun, playful way. Right, exactly. They, they would like to come up with little witty comebacks to his little weirdness. Right. So, like, what kind of weirdness? I'm just yeah, curious. You're talking about like urination or no. like Dungeons and Dragons. Yes, like, kind of like the, what? What's you? You use some Harry Potter reference. If you were there was like a Pokemon if, one. No, if you were like in the Harry oh, Potter. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, there was one. I would also write these a lot with, like, I think that was written with my family around all contributing to this. Yeah, Harry we would all, because it would go like if I was in Griffin, oh, you were family yeah. Yeah. You like this. the Tinder lover. Yeah, my friends started contributing. If you were in Gryffindor, which one of would you be? And then they'd say something, and then he'd say something. Oh, right. I'd be very offended at, regardless of the response. <laughs> like, That's what, funny. yeah, what house would you put me in or something like that? So yeah. now, what works for you? Like, are you dating now, or do you go out and I try? am dating. We just, we, we just had a podcast just yesterday about. About this. about this about I'm I'm starting this like small business I'm like not right now I have a lot of things going out of my life and I when that happens I like tend as you know I tend to shy away from dating that he doesn't becomes, think he's a catch right now mm. that's not true I I said yesterday I thought but I was a catch you're a clown I am a clown thank you <laughs> yes. he's a catchy clown yeah no but I would I would I wouldn't say dating is my priority right now uh huh. When it has been, what has been most effective for you for meeting people? I thought we established it, the Tinder lover. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> no, that, that was not. That didn't lead to any really like oh, serious relationships. Okay, you just, in terms of like response rate, it was successful. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's, okay. it's all about going. It's it's going through friends of friends. It's about going to places that you normally would go and meeting other people having those same interests. So yeah. I met a prior girlfriend at a meditation club. I uh, met one before who was interested in comedy out here. So go and do things that you like yeah, and meet other then, people. And then who look like around and say, like. oh, that's a person that I could potentially date. Let's talk. So how do you go up and do that? Because I know so I have lots of clients and lots of friends who are like, what do you say? People aren't responsive. Like they don't know what to that's say. That's like my number one question from guys. They don't know what to say. Yeah. And what, so <laughs> give us some tips. <laughs> you, she always she would always say, like, just say anything. Just go up and say anything. Yeah. What comes from the heart. Yeah. It, but you start looking like a total freak when, oh, that, when you start. What do you mean doing when you're that? trying to have a conversation with a stranger? Most times if you're like, oh my God, this I really want to date this person. Uh, what, okay, but what, what if instead you reframe it as you're just like they're the cashier at Trader Joe's, and you have a totally normal conversation with that person who you don't know. I totally agree. That's exactly what. Okay, so case should be. tip number one is imagine you are talking to the cashier at your favorite grocery <laughs> or store. Or you are yeah. the cashier if you prefer to like do a character. Like, hey, how's it going? Yeah, or, exactly. how's your day? Or aim to or be nice like keys. nice <laughs> peas. <laughs> okay, yeah, great tip. First intro. Love the carrots. Love the peas. You know what? I I always think works when you walk up and you say, "Is your last name Campbell?" Because I think you are mm good. Okay. Oh my no fucking way no do you tell people no. to say that. <laughs> this is what I got. I was though. When, I was single, when I was single, when I was single, that's what I got. Those kind of things. You're so hot. You're burning up my monitor. Stuff like that. You know, you'd want to stay away from those yeah, pickup hate, lines. Pick and they're lines a pickup artist, so it'll teach you to do those. I would rather someone say something super weird. Probably like that's why Tinder Lover was so successful. Something weird, funny, esoteric out there. Preferably not about my appearance. And like, exactly. You don't I love want that. Enough. Well, what about your friend? What does he do? This is the funniest thing ever. Which friend? Uh, the one we interviewed that had his grandfather on his phone. Oh my god! He had he's this thing called the showcase photo, where he's he <laughs> tell he me shows more. them a photo of his grandpa, 
in like the the 50s or something when he looked like what this guy thinks is a hot guy. And he's like, look, this is what I could be like. This is the potential. Or, Except it's in reverse. It was <laughs> so he not just, an effective strategy. It was not were, effective. No, but okay. I think he could have pulled it off if he were confident enough to be like, yeah, this is a crazy thing I'm doing. But he was legitimately saying... No, this I think this is going to work as like a, a tactic. Wow. Yeah. It would never would never occur to you Nicoletta to like <laughs> sit down and like try to think of ways to approach people you're attracted to? No, but is I Is this do. a man? Is this something that men feel because because yes, they're the yes. ones who are supposed to uh oh, initiate a lot of Well, and that's why I'm saying I feel like we have these conversations now and I I it's always tough to bring up this topic because then I get the backlash of like don't victim blame. It's not the women's place to like teach men how to do this. How to not be creeps. Yeah, but it's like, you know, I feel like there's so many messages now of like the Me Too and all men are trash and like these Some things, men are trash. But we also don't teach young men how to what express to themselves and also get what they want in a respectful, consensual right. way. Well, so because like, we yeah. teach them, we teach them that you must be the pursuer. You must, yes. you have to, the girl is a prize. You must chase her. And it's like stupid. You I know, th- the best way oh. really, uh, you know, my boyfriend does this all the time. He's like, he can meet anyone, anytime, anyplace. He's just very, very outgoing. He's a Gemini. Uh, but I digress. Same. Who? I'm a Gemini. Ooh, cool. Anyway, <laughs> anyway. He will walk up to some person and what, talk about whatever they've got going on other than like, he won't say like, you're beautiful or anything like that. He'll be like, what's that tattoo? Or what does that t-shirt mean? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, or something on the TV? Or what about the weather? He could talk about literally anything and get a conversation going. So yeah, it's not that's that hard. All, all, that need, all you want to do is talk to someone like you talk to someone else at a bar. Like if you're watching a, a basketball game, and you're a guy, right. if you're a guy and you're sitting next to him, you wouldn't think twice Pretend about Pretend like there's nothing at stake. Exactly. I, so I think that the key is to reframe it so that you're not constantly going out there and saying like, oh, I'm looking for someone that I can have sex with tonight. Because yeah. no no one wants to feel like they're, bit, they're uh, an great. object. Yeah, an yeah. object. Right. So basically going out and saying, oh, I'm going to meet someone and get to know this person. And if it results in sex later down the line, that might be great. I think that's a way easier and better tactic. Yeah. And it Just, takes hey, I'm going to go meet somebody interesting. The stakes. Yeah, lower the stakes. But how do we lower the stakes? Because there are people out there who are feeling so... I don't want to use the word needy, but like so needing contact that like they can't lower the stakes because it feel they're just like desperate. That's why we should legalize prostitution. No, it's that's a little extreme, but okay. Why? I no, no, no. I'm not talking about that. I'm saying I, I don't know. That's a quite a jump, but I know exactly what you're saying because we actually went to a pickup artist convention. The two oh, of us. Oh no! Well, we spoke. I they it asked was you to speak, crazy. which is so interesting. Yes, I don't know. We did. Uh, actually, you were it's a very funny a- podcast app and uh, YouTube video on this. Okay. What was that? Yeah. It was, was like? like Cam was being so sincere, going up in front of these guys. Well, you tell because you're better at this. Boom! Well, my whole mo is like. I was just curious why guys wanted to be there. Were they looking for? And then the first thing they shouted was like, "To pick up chicks like your mom." And I was like, "Okay, no. is, it, is it to date people like my mom or, and form a relationship with them, or is it just to fuck people like my mom?" Okay, because those are two very different. You you have different approaches to doing either one. Mm-hmm. If you want to just fuck someone, get drunk and go to a bar really late at night, it, and, and, and wait for the people who are looking. Yeah, and and I think it all gets back to. I, I think if if you just want to go out and fuck you truly you want a connection but you just don't know how to I, mm. for me it it seems like you just really want a connection you, and that and, feels like the less vulnerable way to do it. Yes, yes, exactly. Interesting. Yeah. Bing. Okay. 
So anyway, we spoke at this pickup artist convention and it was like a lamb going into slaughter. We had no idea when we were going into this thing that it was going to turn into what it turned into because the head of the whole convention decided to attack Cam. He went <gasps> after for what? It For was, not being a sleaze bag? Yeah, yes. It was oh. so crazy. Wait, elaborate. Because I am not a fan of the pickup thing, I think there's so much wrong with it. Well, yeah, this, it was, this, it was this nuts. will so what they validate like, that feeling. What, I mean, he was saying crazy things like, uh, when we have sex, we just want her to shut up yeah. and and just take it. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. And I was it like, was, what is going on? <laughs> Wait, what, but how was that attacking fuck? you? Well, I was making the argument that like, no, I mean, one, you might be normal if you just want a relationship with someone. You don't need to just want sex all the time. That, That's that true. Was, that was how I started But also if you want sex. You're so pathetic. Then yeah. some <laughs> good the tips result. would be to communicate, to right. listen, no, to pay attention. Not, not with these guys. They, they're teaching the exact opposite. So for three days right. prior to when we got there, they had been teaching him, go after as many chicks as possible, just try to bang him. Who gives a, tell him to shut the fuck up and just fuck. And, and Because- Wait, that's so insane. <laughs> oh, no, but and this people is are paying like a, big money to do, these poor innocent they were, men. The, that's yeah, they so just want insane. some way to connect with someone. Yeah. So they, and they teach him these horrible <gasps> tactics. And this guy walked is, up afterwards, comes up to me. <laughs> oh my gosh. Very sad, sad man walked up to me. <laughs> and he goes, I really like what you had to say on the stage there. And then he goes, I would like to fuck you sometime. I'm like, what the <laughs> hell? Where are you? Standing, you yeah, yeah, I was watching, being like, "What is going on here?" It's like not funny, but it is. <laughs> it was bad, and what it makes me sad learned? too because, like you said, there are a lot of people just want the connection, and it's like this: I need to connect, and like, I, think I don't it's know how. So insane, though, to tell someone fuck as many people as yes. badly as possible, and that'll get you to fuck more people and find something fulfilling. Well, they're like, if you cast it's a like wide net. It's like, word gets net. around. No, no, we all, word gets around. If someone knows you're a shitty fucking lover, like, you have lost the opportunity of fucking anybody that she has mutual friends but with. But from what I know, and you tell me, because you were at the convention, but from what I know about the pickup thing is that it was also kind of founded on neuro-linguistic programming. Mm-hmm. And so it's about kind of getting into the psyche of people and finding their weaknesses and being able to prey on people who are insecure, who are weak, to kind of be mean. Yeah, and, the nagging. Uh, nagging, I love that nagging. line. Nagging, yeah. peacocking. They What's have these nagging? terms. Nagging is a when nag you walk is something up and you, on you, you, there's someone walk up to you and you're like, you'd look really good if you lost like 10 pounds. That's nagging. Mm-hmm. And you're like, fuck Well, me. I look really good right now, so fuck you. Right, but <laughs> if you're someone who hasn't done work oh. on yourself and feeling shitty and someone comes up, then it's like this inner thing of like, oh, I have to show them I'm like still great. And- yeah, yeah. You, well, you're, you're knocking these then. really attractive women down a notch. That's nagging. Uh. Okay, this um, is do not do this, wow. people who are but, listening. Kim, I'm very curious as a, as a as like a man in the throes of this culture. Was there anything at any point? And like, I understand if you say no to this, but at any point where you're like, oh, that'd be a good idea. Like, I'm just curious if the if it's easy to fall prey to this kind of belief system, and then you're like obviously recalibrated because you're a fine young gentleman, says your mother. Oh, thank you. But yeah, like, do you find yourself in being a clown? like, oh, maybe. I it's it's been I think I'm I think I'm a little eccentric in that I I've always wanted more human can I've always valued connection over sex like I think that sex without connection is like not nearly as good as sex with connection. Didn't I raise a good lad? <laughs> Although this is not necessarily what what you agree with. I, mean, <laughs> I disagree with it. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah. And some mo- it could be totally different for other people. But for me, it's always I felt like an outsider because I was like, no, what? I, all my friends want to just go and get laid. I'm like, 
But how many yeah, men are given permission to say what you just said? Yeah, I, I was never given permission to grow. I was, I was like, I'm the outsider for feeling this way. But did you so, say it to your friends, or did you yeah. play along? You were like, no, I'm gonna fuck, and then you just didn't. No, I think I was always the weird one who was like, yeah, this doesn't really, you know, interest me that much. Just, I, I, w- I would get horny, but then part of my other part of the brain would be like, oh, wait a minute, this is a stranger. Well, like, what if we have a fucking kid together? Or like... That's smart. Or even just like, how am I going to be able to communicate with this person exactly what I want? Or like, how are we going to get to the level of vulnerability that would make this really good? These are all... Interesting. So he went to New York this summer to discover what it was like. I, yeah, so I actually did, did so go to New York. you did start fucking strangers. You started having casual sex this yeah, summer. Yeah, yeah. I mean, wow. I've had... You know, most and? of my sex has been casual sex. Oh. It, which has not been great, very good. And then, But not as casual as it was in New York. In New York, it was very casual. Her, just to point out, um, Cam's mother just did a little eyebrow twitch. <laughs> a little eyebrow twitch again. <laughs> when I'm proud, when I'm proud, when I'm the proud, eyebrows go up. He's a clown who fucks a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so proud of that. <laughs> how, so how was New York? How did you, and how did you meet people there? Do you know New York is the, like, casual sex capital of the country? Because yeah. it gets cold. And, well, it's because and it's so anonymous. It's, <laughs> it's so const- you, there's like six to one ratio of, yeah, of available. Yeah, women to men. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's like it's much easier for men. There's like way more women. Totally. Whoa. And, he, and we had just done a podcast with someone who wrote a book about it. So Cam was like, "I'm going to New York. I'm going to try this." <laughs> show. I was thinking about it before, but that was really the nail that had that sealed it. And so tell us about people? New York. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, there, I met people. All, I was constantly meeting people because I knew no one, so I had to meet people through friends that I. But you I had didn't a game know. plan. You were like, "I'm going to have sex." I wanted to have sex. I wanted to do stand-up comedy. Okay. I wanted to just experience a new city. Okay. Wow. So you were going for your sex experience? I was going for my sex experience. I had this experience, and I still stand by my feelings of like, yeah, it doesn't, it's great for some people. How many people did you have sex with? Three. <laughs> that was a record for me. I was still very, so still cute. very proud, still proud as can be. I'm, I, yeah, it's not the number, it's the, and the quality. And one time each. Yeah. <laughs> But, oh, but yep. this is we, your great New York sexual. Yeah. And then he invites Sorry. them on the podcast to, to recap. Oh, each of all of them? What'd you say? They all came on the podcast? One did. And? Yeah. We had very Listen different it. experiences. <laughs> <laughs> she was very excited about the experience we had. And I was like, no, that was not a great experience for me. What were the main differences? Aside from like liking she was very. Song? She was much younger than me. Okay. Like and how much younger? She was seven years younger than me. Okay. And she's never had emotional sex or sex with more significance than just like, this is a pleasurable thing. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think she was uh, surprised that a guy would actually be concerned about pleasuring her and uh, that type of thing. So she was like very excited about it. So you were concerned about about pleasuring her? Yeah, I, I, I don't so know. She likes that. Someone is going. This could be a winner. <laughs> no, I just want to make you uncomfortable in front of your mom. This is the best. Dude, it was way more uncomfortable than she was on describing. So this. she was like, "Oh, it was super awesome. He ate me out," and yeah. you were like, "Oh." Well, <laughs> my I was, mother would I was, be so proud. She I tell my brother proud. to eat out girls all the time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Be a respectful partner. Be respectful. Be giving. Be loving. My job is done. Yeah. <laughs> so you didn't, but you had a different experience. Yeah, my experience was like, yeah, it just didn't, it doesn't feel good. Because me. it wasn't, you didn't like deeply care about her. Yeah. You were like, was, you care about like, her as a person, therefore want to make her feel good. Did you feel like she was using you? That's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 
I felt like we were kind of using each other, which yeah. sucks. That's a horrible feeling for me. Interesting. I don't mind that feeling. I think, <laughs> no, no, I think, no, no, because I think it's, I think we have this thing where we like think it's really bad to use people, right? But we all kind of use everyone. We all kind of use someone for something. Right. And I think that's, I mean, you can have totally unfettered experiences by that, that are not like linked to anything that you're trying to achieve that just exist for their experience's sake. But I do think that it's okay to say, oh, I feel like having sexual pleasure right now. You're willing to provide that. I'm on board. I think that's totally fine. But that makes you feel icky. But I, I think a lot of times. But it doesn't it, feel as enjoyable do, unless you're connected. It doesn't feel as honest for me either. Like I don't honestly, if I, if I don't feel emotionally attached to the other person, I don't honestly really want to pleasure that person. For oh, yeah, and I don't. I, maybe part of me doesn't really. Like after the two minutes or however long I last, I'm like, I'm like, what? This is all right. We're gonna pretend like we're very close when we're not that close. And well, the two minutes after you come, you should probably be focusing on making sure that she came. Just so you know, future. I, I think yeah. he does that. Well. We had a great guest on our podcast recently, Lori Mintz, where we talk about how we think about sex as foreplay, penetration, men climaxes, then cuddling. And it's like it's so it's like that's there's no reason for us to think about like that that is what sex is and like it doesn't matter if you last two minutes because that's not like the end all be all of what a sexual encounter is. So I love this. So girl. I knew. So of course, becoming so, it's the book becoming cliterate. You yeah. got to read it. Oh no, I love this girl. Oh, thank you. But, what she just said. No, but I took it from <laughs> Dr. Lori Mintz. So, oh okay. So, Never mind, so of course that was the case, and that that is why I was very focused on pleasuring her because I know that that it, we're both we're in this experience together. She wants pleasure. I want pleasure. We're using each other but that's still it's like there's 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 like uh motivation that's like oh i know that this is another human that wants pleasure we're in this agreement but it's not from a place of like oh i really care about this person mm. like that's like that's going to make me so turned on when i experience when i pleasure this other person it's not turn it doesn't turn me on when it's like forced like that wow and that's fun it's totally fine. I think it's good to know yourself and know like what kind of situations you want to get into. Yeah. So, but but so where does that leave you? Like, what do you think you me, want your sex life to be? I I would like it to be rooted in relationship. Interesting. Do you find that difficult to find? Totally. Yeah. yeah. Because I feel like a lot of people aren't willing to have relationships till you start having sex. Yeah, especially yeah. Today, I think it's much harder to find. How do you meet your boyfriend? One night stand. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I was at, I was actually in New York when I met him. The place of sex. The place of sex. <laughs> New York City. Yeah. The center of the sex of earth. But it, it, it's interesting because right away he's like, you know, I'm really attracted to you physically, but I really like your personality and it's hard for me to find both. And I Oh, yeah. That, so how did, what was his first line to you? How did he initiate? Well, it, this What's is that a tattoo? whole crazy story What's anyway. Tattoo? What's that bottom low back tattoo? I'm just kidding. It, it was kind of the tattoo thing. No. Uh, it was, you know what? <laughs> it's crazy. It's it's. If you knew me and him, you would say this is so typical that this would happen. But uh, it was a night. Uh, it was a an entire day of drinking and debauchery, and we not with him, with a friend of mine that we went to New York. So we go to New York. We had this great time. We we crashed this private party. Long story short, I see that he's in a VIP area for a private party for the company he used to work with. So I'm like, I'm oh. going to the VIP area. My friend is like, <laughs> standing against the wall. I'm like, they got free booze in that VIP area. I'm going there. <laughs> so that's how we met. We I started talking to him there. So you talked to him? Of course. I walked right up to them. Actually, his boss said, there are two cougars over there. You find one of them to go home with. His you, boss you, said that yeah, to him? You can come in the next day late. 
And that was. Did you, did you have sex with him that night? No. But we did messed around. I mean, we, we just like, you know. Didn't we did do some penetrative heavy petting. stuff. No, no, no penetrative stuff. But petting, you know, whatever. Whatever it was, it was a good petting connect. the cougar. Yeah. It wasn't anything that Cam would be hey, uncomfortable. Cam. Yeah. <laughs> He's like looking down at his hand. No, 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 no. It was all it was all clean. But anyway, uh interestingly enough though, it was kind of like a deer for him. But it turned out that you know, He loves you. He loves me. I love him. It's great. Um uh, how does it feel, though? Because I know you said you've made your own kind of name for what cougar means, but how does it feel knowing that for others that you're like a commodity? You know what I mean? Like some people view you as a commodity. Like some people are like, oh, have you bagged a cougar? Oh, have you fucked a cougar? Like, oh. like how a does token. it feel knowing that you are, yeah, like a token commodity for some people? It's an interesting dilemma because I get these requests all the time, like, and I have to think about it. Like, this guy's like, you know, if you sell me your underwear, I, you know, I'll give you five hundred bucks or something. And it's hard for me always to just sit. Hmm, I could use that money. We need new microphone stands, you know. <laughs> so you don't do it. I think about if it. If someone offered me five hundred dollars for my underwear, I would one hundred percent give it to them. Which uh, granny panties would you? Give? <laughs> Anyone they wanted. <laughs> I wear very comfortable underwear. I mean, there, but you, you, it's like interesting because the things that happen, you, you know, the the requests I get are so insane. I I can't even tell you how insane they are. And give I wanna, us, a, can you give us a few? The worst ever was this guy wanted my champagne nectar and scat caviar, and was willing to pay me two thousand dollars to shit. By in a ho- champagne nectar, do you mean pee? Pee and poop to shit and piss in a hotel room. Uh, which he would pay for, how magnanimous. And then you'd leave and then and you'd I would come leave. In. He'd come in there, eat it, do whatever he wanted to do with it, and then put money into my ba- bank account. I would 100% have done that. <laughs> you Give can, him or You number. don't even have to see him. You literally uh, just have to leave some poop and some yeah. pizza with him. Like, I did that last weekend. Nice hotel room. I poop and pee every day. It was such a. <laughs> we were like going, well, what, should I charge him extra for it's around Thanksgiving? Yeah. You know, we had, we had all these jokes going. Do I have to put it on my tax returns? You know, anyway. no, it's a gift. Anything under ten k is fine. Oh God, this girl's a good little lawyer to be there. Okay. Anyway, so weird. Because that's it's just how we learned weird. it. I don't know about it. it just I th- kind of like have this part of me that's like I want to express myself, and who cares what you know they're judging me or thinking about me? And it's it's weird and awkward because some of these guys on my Patreon page are paying me like fifty bucks a month just to have like a semi nude picture, which is really nothing. I mean, it's like I show more when I'm out at a beach. But it's just like a weird thing because so I. So you I'm, have sexy pictures on your Patreon. Patreon. I, I like to say Patreon. Patreon. But I do have different patron. tier levels on my Patreon that like, and, and again, they're so like not sexy compared to like what people normally put on their Instagram page. But these guys are like, I want this picture, so they go for it. So I love that. I love that. You, it seems like you have such a wonderfully strong grip on your sexuality and like on your identity as an older woman who had to like come back into the fray. I think it's really inspirational. I think what you're doing is super important. Mm. Is that hard for you, Thank Cam? Thank you. That she's doing this? No, that like she's got this confidence with it and you're still discovering. <laughs> <laughs> I no, Self-admittedly. Self I'm, I'm very happy for where she's at. I, I am fine with where I'm at too. What do you put on your Patreon? Yeah, we've tried we to sell it. my panties. Oh, yeah, we did. Oh, yeah. we did a whole thing. You you, I would have bought those. Oh, you, oh, you got to go <laughs> to his Patreon. Our merch store is yeah. all of go the things in my bedroom. Sex Talk with My Mom merch store. It's hilarious. What it's he just put. things in your bedroom? Yes. Yeah. And <laughs> Do you live with your mom? No. No. Oh. 
Well, I live with my boyfriend. You live with your boyfriend. So you sell your stuff on there. Do people buy no it? No one has for bought sale. anything. <laughs> no one bought anything. Everything is fully stocked. Please, if you're listening to this, please go to the merch store on Sex Talk with My Mom and buy something of Cam's. Buy Cam's boxers. Yeah. <laughs> they are so please. funny when you look at what's on there. And I'm he wrote so excited. funny descriptions of each Because you're fucking thing. hilarious. Uh, Have you received any kind of negative, uh, not flashback, what's the word? Feedback? Flack. Have you received any flack or any negative feedback from doing your podcast or being to people that are talking about sex in the public space? Oh, yeah. I have not. I get a lot of it. Interesting. Yeah. You're a man and she's a woman. No, I don't know. But also I my friends are no. very supportive and your friends would be more. Yeah. Oh, you're talking about like friend-wise. My friends. More like professionally. My parents weren't all that keen on this. Really? <laughs> How do you respond to that? I'm like, hey, this is my passion. This is what I want to do. This is, you know, you're something. If you're my friend, you're gonna have to accept it. You're my family, you're gonna accept it, and that's it. Because I don't give a fuck. What, now, one of our we have a manif- we have a manifesto, and what's the first one line of our manifesto? Give no shits. <laughs> we give no shits. What people think. <laughs> that is the cutest thing I've ever heard. Well, this experience has obviously brought you closer. Totally. Yeah. Do your siblings feel left out? I don't think so. They're very involved, kind of. Yeah, everybody ends up getting involved. It's a family business. A little bit. Kind of. I mean, today he went and asked uh, his sister for advice on some name or whatever, and then we sometimes ask uh, my younger the, uh, my younger son started the whole my whole YouTube channel because I didn't know anything about YouTube and I was going to do it on a website, and he's like, "No, mom, you got to do it on YouTube." He, of course, like he was like thirteen, he knew everything about YouTube. Wow. And and his friends, they were advising us, so we've gotten a lot of advice from family members and friends. Well, it has been so wonderful to have you and to repay the favor of having you on here. And I'm sorry if we put you in the hot seat, but it All sounds good. like it was an important conversation. I think yeah, this was like you for really one us. of the best uh, interviews we've ever had. So this <laughs> has been great. <laughs> well, well, thanks to our non-existent Patreon. We'll that let we you will know make. about our Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> we want presents. Um, okay, so how can people find you? How can they follow what you're doing? Feel free to shout out your comedy, your podcast. Like we want to support you. You can. Find our podcast and wherever you listen to podcasts at Sex Talk with My Mom. You can find us on Instagram at Sex Talk with My Mom. On Patreon, obviously, at patreon.com slash Sex Talk with My Mom. Love it. And you can find us, because you're sure you want to find us if you oh, don't already. I, I'm signing up. I'm following immediately after Oh, I this. love it. We're on Twitter. We're Sluts Scholars. On Instagram, <laughs> we're Sluts and Scholars. And you can always email us at slutsandscholars at gmail.com. We want your weird requests. Thank you so much for listening. And dick pics. Just kidding, sort of. Sort of. I'm sending them your way. You're going to be so sorry. too. <laughs>